Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. This is Eat Sleep Podcast, repeat FM 99 and the Fox's first and only wrestling podcast. I am Sean Hood, and that is Dave Taylor. How's it going, everybody? And we are here to give you a deep dive into all things professional wrestling. We're going to do, uh, we tackle reviews, previews, interviews, um, other things that rhyme with views, and uh, basically get into all the stuff, all the, the wrestling news worth talking about, and events from the week, month, year, decade. If you ask Dave, 1986 was a great year in any event. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't wrestling. That was my first year watching it. Come on. See, there you go. In any <laughs> event. Uh, we are here and we love inter- interacting with you guys. So make sure if you're here, uh, throw us a comment, say, Hey, let us know you're there. And, uh, uh, if you have any thoughts, by all means, throw them on in there. Yes, Daniel, you're first. There you're you go. First. So there's always that guy. You don't, you don't get anything for it, but you're <laughs> no. first. No. Um, Michael, uh, saying, I missed you guys. Haven't been able to see you guys in a while. We missed you too, Michael. We miss seeing you yes, around here. I haven't been here for a couple of weeks. Uh, it's no, it's no secret. It's been, we've been talking about it on the radio. Uh, I was out for two weeks with, uh, with COVID-19, unfortunately. Um, hell, hey Vernon, um, uh, Vernon checking in saying, Hey, it, uh, let me, let me just go ahead and put this out there. Wear your masks, wash your hands, stay safe. That thing was awful. Uh, it, it was no good whatsoever. Uh, I am, I'm back though. Thankfully I made it on the other side and I'm, I'm okay. So we are going to tackle a lot of stuff this week. Uh, 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 tons of stuff and some big news, no pun intended, big news, uh, in the wrestling world. we got a lot to get to, but first you know, when you do that, there's a connotation that goes with that, Dave, that I don't think is what we meant. But uh, <laughs> we have lots to get to, but first, let's get the business out of the way. Of course, you can find us all sorts of different places, but FM99.com and 1069thefox.com is the easiest place to find us right under the media tab. Click ESPR. It links you to our most recent episode. To find all of our episodes, go to uh, any major podcasting app and search for ESPR Wrestling. And uh, you should be able to find us. Give us a, a subscribe. Click on the subscribe button. Give us a five-star rating and review. When you do, we greatly appreciate it. Those help us move up in the rankings and get in front of more eyes. Uh, so that way we can find more people like yourselves who are paying, fans and passionate about wrestling. Uh, we have social media. If you're on the social media, which if you're in, interacting with us now, like Daniel, Michael, Vernon, uh, then you definitely are. Um, but you can find us on Facebook. And uh, you look for us there, facebook.com slash ESPR99, and on Twitter, at ESPR99. Make sure you turn on your notifications for us when we uh, when you uh, like the page or follow us on Twitter. So that way, when we go live, you know about it. You can jump in and be a part of the show. Hey, Deborah, Deborah, checking in there, too. She's a lovely person. Yes, thank you, Deborah. Um, in any event, other than that, the easiest way to reach us all the time, if you have a thought, a concern, a topic, anything for us, ESPR at FM99.com. Hit us up. We would love to hear from you guys. So without further ado, I have been gone for a while. It is time for the news. That's right. Man, there's been so much going on. So uh, there has been a lot going on uh, in the wrestling world in general as we stall for the music bed. Um, By the way, hi to Jessica, who just checked in as well. Um, See, we interact with you guys. We like hearing from (laughs) y'all. All All right, Dave, what's our first topic in the uh, wrestling world? Well, uh, this one uh, is really interesting because of a a tweet that's been uh, circulating uh, about uh, Conor McGregor and Finn Balor. And I'm going to show you the tweet here, Sean, and you uh, tell me what's going on here. Well, there's toys there. Um, (laughs) Finn Balor Balor actually tweeted this out originally. It was the picture there with the toys, uh, Finn holding the uh, NXT title, Conor having the two USC titles, and Triple H standing behind them. And it says, Triple H, Notorious MMA, and Balor. And uh, Conor then retweeted it. And said, no more Mr. Nice Guy. Triple H then responded to it saying, 
uh, I think it was something along the lines of like ready when you are or or just say the word or something like that. And uh, it's got a lot of people speculating is Connor going to step in a wrestling ring for something. Um, uh, man, I, he, he I'll say this. He dedicates himself to the stuff he does. He, he is very passionate and motivated. So it wouldn't shock me at all if he could make the transition if he wanted to. He's already got the gift of gab uh, and the personality. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Personality fits. Um, what is he going to do fight wise? I mean, his last fight, not you know, wasn't great. I mean, uh, the second no, round, no. Yeah, not great. Yeah, no, it wasn't great. But he'd also been off for almost, uh, you know, for for over a year uh, yeah. at that point. Which the, the, any of those guys will tell you, being out of the cage and not fighting on a regular basis will hurt you. It, it will, it'll, it'll mess up your rhythm. It'll mess up your timing. It'll mess up your your head for the fight. You're just not in the same place because if you're going to be fighting, you have to be fighting. You know, that's the way it works. Um, In any event, uh, I don't know if this is actually leading to anything. It might have just been Finn kind of throwing it out there because, you know, Connor's name always gets a little bit of headlines. And Connor, same thing. He responds because he knows it's going to get headlines. Connor is good at one thing and one thing in particular, and that is uh, um, marketing himself. He's amazing at that. So it could just be as simple as that. Or maybe he might be spitballing the idea out there. I mean... It's like Benjamin says, Rousey got knocked out in MMA. She went to WWE, so if she can do it, Connor can too. Um, I'll say this. Everybody's individual uh, as far as their ability to adapt to professional wrestling. There have been a lot of people that have tried to adapt to professional wrestling and just never quite quite got there, despite being great athletes. And, uh, I mean, like, you look at guys like um, uh, um, uh, Steve Blackman. Uh, you look at, uh, uh, um, oh, what's his name? Um, Dan Severn. You look at guys like, uh, you know, there have been there have been dudes before who have tried to make these transitions over to wrestling. And while they're not they're not bad, they just don't quite fit. Well, it might be the package thing. I mean, uh, like I love Steve Blackman, the wrestler, Steve Blackman, the personality. Right. I, 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 right. That's part of the missing. I mean, Dan Severn, here's another guy, you know, like two guys I wouldn't you know, want to face walking down an alley. Um, but, you know, but same thing with Dan. I think that was a struggle. But Ken Shamrock did it. Ken Shamrock did do it. Um, yeah, and again, and Ronda Rousey did it. And there have been there have been others that can do it. And I'm just saying that everybody's individual. You never really know what you're going to get when they try to step in there. Some people, Con- Connor can fight, absolutely. But that doesn't necessarily mean that he can transition into learning how to sell, learning how to uh, uh, choreograph a, a match without it looking without it looking fake. You know, well, who, who's the guy that? Um had the match. I think it was like Braun Strowman, like a last year in Saudi Arabia before like, everything shut down. That uh, Tyson Fury. Am I thinking? Uh, yes, Fury? yes, yes. Not good. No. Um, Kane Velasquez came in, did absolutely nothing. Uh, that was, you know, so it's, it's, it's up in the air. Do I think Connor could do it? Yes, I do. If you ask me to bet money, I bet the Connor could do it. Um, he would do but, better than those last two names we just mentioned. Yes, without a doubt. Uh, would he, but you know, it, it's, it's iffy, but again, I don't know that he's doing it quite yet. I think, I think Connor want, he will do at least one more fight before he makes any kind of jump like that. And it'll be if he if he has another really bad performance like he did against uh, Dustin Poirier, uh, then maybe he makes the transition. But if he if he looks good and wins his fight, he might be reinvigorated to keep doing the MMA thing. We'll, we'll never, you know, we won't know until it happens. But but if he loses again, I mean, because I mean, there's worry when Ronda came to WWE, oh, you know, she lost her last couple of matches, didn't look good. Is she done? Obviously, she was motivated, and I mean, she had the best rookie year of any rookie I can remember in the last twenty years. Well, I think 
I think the key is all in the presentation, how they show up. You don't, you don't talk, you know, when you're, when you're trying to sell them, you don't talk about those knockouts. When the end, when the bad guy is trying to talk S about them, they talk about that. You know, they'll talk about how you ran away from blah, 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 or whatever. And the key is in how the person, the person has to answer for that. They can't, they can't. And I mean, Rhonda has the legitimate aura of, despite the fact she lost those fights, she has the legitimate aura of being a, a badass. Yeah. I mean, she's got that look on her eyes that she's got. She's <laughs> got that. Connor has the swagger and the, you know, the whole nine yards to make it work as well. Um, people can talk about him being knocked out and this, that, and anything. But the one thing that I think works for them is none of them are like, um, like Mike Tyson. Okay. Mike Tyson was billed as the baddest man on the planet. Mike Tyson. Nobody could hang with this guy. People were afraid to get in there with him. Right, yeah, because yeah. he would maul you. Then he loses to um, was it Buster Douglas? Buster Douglas. He loses to Buster Douglas in a shocker, and a lot of that mystique was gone at that point. And he never really kind of attained to that same level again. No. Connor has lost a few times throughout his career. Um, Ronda lost a couple of times, so it's not like we think of them as invincible. We just think of them as tough, you yeah. know. So I think that's a little different. Um, I think you can you can still make that work. Uh, it's funny. Benjamin says, look at Bad Bunny. <laughs> Somebody who's <laughs> crossing over to wrestling. Hey, you know what? He's a 24-7 champion. That thing's a joke anyway. Why not? Um, and you know what? If it leads to a, a WrestleMania match for Damian Priest in a tag, time, tag team thing in his first year on the roster, shoot, his first six months on the main roster, good for him. Hey, by the way, Bad Bunny sold a half a million dollars worth of merch so far this year. Uh, so it, it's working out. You know, even if that, you don't get who the guy is, it's working. That shows those of us who don't follow like Bad Bunny or you know that style of music or whatever. That shows us how much pull he has with with the with with entertainment. Uh, so it looks silly when these guys show up sometimes, but it, it, a half a million dollars in merch right away—that's amazing. Yeah, does Sting so. sell that much merch? <laughs> yeah, uh, Benjamin Off said apparently Bad Bunny's liked in the back, from what I heard. Uh, well, he dude, he's a big fan of wrestling. He has been for a long time, and and supposedly he comes back there and he's very interested in everything, and he's very respectful, and he's very cool to everybody. So you know, I think anytime you show up and you, you show respect and you show a passion for the thing, the guys there that do that are going to be, they're going to like, they're going to appreciate you. And You're much right. better. <laughs> much better coming off the top rope than Stoop Dog. <laughs> oh, much better. And uh, he also, he's bringing a lot of eyes to the product, you know, and yes. in a positive sense, not like in a David Arquette sense. So he's he's bringing eyes to the product in a more positive way than like a David Arquette did. I did reach out to David Arquette, by the way, to be part of our show <laughs> since mm. you did say that. So hey, David Arquette will be the first guy to admit to you that that went so badly. <laughs> <laughs> but he did a documentary last year, which is on Hulu, which is he on did. the list to watch. So he did. Um, the trailer looked amazing, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, Dad, glad Damien Peace is getting the push, but you know, it'll just lead to an lost. Maybe, possibly. Uh, I don't know. In, in the long run, um, I hope not. Damien, Damien is a great example of a guy of a big guy. Vince, Vince should be able to really get behind. Um, because he's got, he's got size, he's athletic, yeah. he's a decent talker. Um, he's way more agile than he should be for a guy his size. Uh, he, he's, I mean, guys like him, Keith Lee, uh, Dominic Dijakovic, who unfortunately is stuck in this stupid retribution yeah. thing, um, are all guys that I could see being very, very successful on the main roster. If they're just given a chance to go out there and do what they do. 
Um, they're all incredibly talented guys. Uh, so I, 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 I hope that it, it doesn't result in like we don't end up going, well, there goes, you know, um, uh, Damien Priest's career, you know, like, oh, the, he had the he had the bad bunny thing and then nothing else, I guess, you know, um, I did want to just address this real quick. We got a question from before. Um, uh, I don't remember who asked. Let me grow back a little bit. Um, Piero? Matt, no, Matt. Yeah, Matt Class asked, we cover, cover any Puros or wrestling? Um, occasionally. Uh, Matt, it, it depends on, we do like the Wrestle Kingdom shows. We'll do those sometimes. Uh, we will talk about some of the bigger uh, um, uh, shows from Japan and whatnot. Um, but I know there's tons of, there's tons of promotions that we're just not as familiar with uh, that if, you know, hey, if you have something you want to recommend to us for us to check out, I mean, we've seen some Dragon Gate stuff. We've yeah. seen some, uh, and you know, New Japan Pro Wrestling. We've seen some uh, like All Japan stuff. But if you have anything you want us to see, uh, by all means, send us some links or something like that. Let us know. We'll be happy to take a look at some stuff and do some reviews for you. Um, there's just so much wrestling in the world right now. It's hard to cover it all. Um, but we do try to talk about some of the bigger shows. And I mean, I know there's a ton of stuff out there aside from Dragon's Gate. There's uh, uh, Pro Net Wrestling Noah. There's, you know, there's a bunch of stuff out there. New Japan. And, uh, uh, you know, and this is a great time to be a wrestling fan. I mean, I, yeah. I can only remember like maybe like in the early 90s, like before WCW took off, you know, and, and, you know, USWA still existed, and uh, you had to, this seemed like there's all you know ICW and what was left. You know, so much that was out there, and, mm-hmm. and now we got here we are again. Yeah. What comes around comes around. Okay, one thing I know uh, I've been seeing a lot of this in the articles, Sean, is uh, The Rock for president. Uh, duh. <laughs> <laughs> um, he he'd be the people's president. Uh, Dave. He would be. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he was doing some promotion for his um, for his new uh, show, Young Rock, and I think he was talking to USA Today is what it was, and they pitched the uh, idea of uh, they pitched the idea of him running for president because it's been brought up before, it's been teased, it's been this, that, and the other thing, and he openly admitted. That it, he, they, you know, kind of gauging interest in this, that, and the other thing. And if that's what the people wanted, then The Rock would be open to running for president. That sounds an awful lot like he may be considering, considering, it's not saying it's <laughs> going to happen. We're not talking Kanye West just dropping into the last minute and throwing millions of dollars at it. But that sounds like he may be considering a run for president. Well, you know, at the beginning of this Rock TV show, um, the, the the pilot episode, uh, there mm-hmm. was like, I guess he was talking about, you know, like running for president at, at the beginning. I missed that part. I did watch part of the episode. But mm-hmm. I guess his character came on because he's like, as the Rock, you know, telling the story about himself in third person, um, right. that he was, you know, going to be running for president or, you know, was president of the Rock. If, if somebody watched that show, they could maybe comment on, on, on that part. But so, oh, he, he started the, the show. Thing. He started the show off as the president. So there you go. Yeah, I haven't watched the show yet. I've heard I've actually heard some good things about it, but I haven't watched it yet. Um okay. uh, no, I know I didn't watch the show, Dave. I didn't watch it. <laughs> uh, even though that's what it says on the screen right now. Did you watch your show? No, I didn't. Um, but yeah, it is something I'm interested in. I'd like to check it out. It's just again, so many things to watch. You gotta figure when we sit down to watch wrestling in the week, if we're just watching WWE to cover it for uh for you guys, we're watching Oh, let's see. There's three hours of Raw. There's two hours of SmackDown. There's two hours of NXT. If we squeeze in 205 Live, uh, if we squeeze in the UK NXT, 
I mean, we're looking at nine to ten hours of wrestling, and that's when there's not a big show that weekend. Yeah. Then we also include AEW, which is another two hours. Uh, if we dark, if, if we watch it. Dark if we if we get to, to watch that. Uh, there's Ring of Honor. There's I mean, we try to squeeze in as much as we can in a week. It just gets hard after a while, which is why we'll have to zero in on certain things from time to time. Uh, Benjamin watched the show. Apparently, he said the show's pretty good. The folks they got to play the classic wrestlers is amazing. That is one of the things I've heard. They uh, somebody I've heard a lot of hype about the guy who plays the young Andre. So oh, I'm wow. really I'm really excited to see that. Uh, I I do want to check it out. I, I think it's on one of the streaming services I, I probably subscribe to. So unless it's on Peacock, then well actually if it's on Peacock, then I'll be able to watch it next month. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Because we got that deal coming. Uh, they they actually advertised it on TV. Um, uh, finally on on Monday Night Raw when I was watching, they were talking about how WrestleMania is going to be on. Um, uh, Peacock, and for the well, first time. Well, and I think too. I mean, Elimination Chamber. I think I got to check. I think that's going to be on Peacock too. I think when by the time that date rolls around, I'm not sure of the timing of that, but uh, Elimination Chamber just happened, Dave. Okay. Um, fast I mean, lane. Fast lane. Yeah, fast lane. Okay. It is on Hulu. Uh, for the Benjamin, so it's on okay. Next. Cool. So there we go. We can watch it on Hulu. You get it the next day. That's awesome. That's fine because we don't watch things at night most of the time anyway. No. Um, at least not all of something. We usually watch part of it and the uh, the other one. But in any event, The Rock. Um. There's something that needs to be said about The Rock running for president. The Rock is probably one of the most popular athletes, if not just celebrities in general, in the world. Yeah. Um, he is insanely popular. He is beloved. Generally speaking, I I don't run into a lot of people that have negative things to say about The Rock, other than, unless it's just a jealousy thing, like like uh, freaking out about how he looks or how, you know, how, you know this, <laughs> that, the other thing. Um, the problem, I think, is if you watch The Rock, he has occasionally dipped his toe into a controversial topic, uh, making a comment or this, that, and the other thing. But overall, The Rock stays out of a lot of it. Yeah. He, he doesn't give a, a ton of opinions on hot, hot button topics. I'm not saying he never gives any opinions, but he tries to avoid really controversial ones in his, his, his posts and this, that, and the other thing that he. And the problem is when you become a candidate, you have to take positions on things. So, I'm so not they, sure he'll remain as popular when he starts taking positions on things. So, so and, and maybe if he decides like to run for president, maybe it's mm -hmm. at a point where I, mean, I don't know when this guy's like Hollywood career is going to slow down. But, you know, when they're, when Fast and Furious and Fast and Furious 20 is done, <laughs> you, you know, is he going to be OK? Well, that franchise finally ended and the six spinoffs. Um, now I'm going to focus on maybe like when he wraps up his movie career. Maybe. Reagan, I guess, got into politics. You know, I'm assuming that's okay. That's where my focus is going to be. You know? What's funny, though, is something a lot of people aren't considering. Think about all the things The Rock is in. Okay. Think about all the stuff The Rock is in. All right. That stuff won't, allowed to, won't be allowed to be broadcast when he's if he runs for president now that's during the campaign and once he becomes yeah, president yeah. it's a different rule but he it won't be allowed to be broadcast while he's running for president so bear that in mind there's a lot of stuff the rock is in that you will not be able to see if he runs for president because they, you, it's it's an advertising thing they can't it makes it seem like they're giving an advertise like uh, advertisement time to this one particular candidate and you have to give equal time to both to both candidates yeah, yeah, or, or anybody even even running. Um, apparently, uh, he did get some backlash. Yes, for that was one of the things I was talking about. He did he did back Joe Biden uh, in the presidential campaign. So I mean, he does occasionally caught a lot of backlash for that. So now expand that when he has to take a position on things like war, immigration, uh, abortion, uh, you know, uh, all these different things that 
he would have to then take positions on, he would absolutely have a lot of backlash against him. And he'd, he'd have to do some some investment and some personal uh, uh, introspective looks and say, does he think it's it's worth it in his mind to sacrifice the popularity he has and the fans he has to do something like this? Does he genuinely want to do that and try to try to make a difference? Or does he think he can make a difference outside of that without sacrificing, you know, without having people feel divided? Don't know. Don't know. Yeah. That's um, why I think if he's going to do it, it's on the tail of his movie career where, you know, he's yeah. not going to be the action star anymore. And, and but this would be the best time for him to do it because he's so wildly popular. You know, it's, it's like this would be the time to capitalize. He's in his 40s. I mean, you know, it's, it's it, but you never know. Well, you know, he teases it doesn't mean it's going to happen. This could be one of those things like the Hogan running for president tease that never became anything like the Vince McMahon running for president tease that never came to anything. You know, it, it it's just, it could just be a way to get her, to get headlines because of course, with the rock says he's open to running for, for president, it's going to get headlines. Yeah. So, and he's promoting a new show. So of course he wants the headlines. It's a great way to promote a show. Talk about that. And cause you always, anytime that like there's an interview, Sean, yep. as we know, somebody always wants to have some bulletin board material or some headline material. So you can go, what did this guy say? And then, oh, he's got a book coming out or he's got a movie coming out or he's right. releasing an album. It's one, it's one of the first things we do in the media when somebody does something like this. We'll look and see, do they have something coming out soon? You know, <laughs> Is there a movie coming out? Is there a book coming out? Is there a show coming out? Is there something they're going to try and promote? Because that's usually a dead giveaway for why they did this thing. So you never know. Maybe that's what it was. All right, what do we got after that? Uh, the part of the biggest story of the week. Well, <laughs> he's in AEW. Apparently, <laughs> Paul White, former, formerly known, crazy to say that, formerly known as The Big Show, is now a part of AEW. He is going to be doing commentary on a new show they're doing, AUW Dark Elevation. It'll be streaming Monday nights on YouTube. Uh, apparently, though, I was reading some stuff that says his deal is for commentary and wrestling, uh, which we're not all terribly surprised by. Um, Mick Foley had sent out a tweet congratulating him, saying, like, oh, my friend Paul White, you know, congratulations, yada, yada, yada. I'm sure he feels like he has something still to offer the business and, and some gas left in the tank. Paul retweeted that saying, uh, yeah, plenty left in the tank. So I'm like, all right, Paul, so Paul White is planning on having some matches in AEW. Yeah. Um, interesting, to say the least. Now, if he's officially signed, does he debut next week? He is going to be on He's going to be on AEW uh, Dynamite on Wednesday. Yes. Okay, he's, now, he's okay. now I find that interesting because guess who else is going to be on AEW next week? Shaq. Shaq. Shaq has a match next week. The Cody, uh, the Cody. Yes, yeah. yes, it's Shaq and uh, 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 Shaq and Jade versus Cody and Red Velvet. And so I find it interesting that that's the week that Paul White is going to be debuting, considering the history between yeah, Paul White and Shaq. Time. Now, here's the thing: this Paul, this Cody and Shaq match, they had. There's a couple of times in history where Shaq had a chance to get involved in pro wrestling, and it was pretty hot. Like, I think he had a thing back in WCW way back in the day. Yes. Um, yeah, with Hogan, right? Yeah, yeah. He's one of yeah. the guys. I know Carmelo Malone, the head of Spain, and Rodman, and I think mm -hmm. I think Shaq was in there. He was in the Battle Royal at yes. WrestleMania with, yeah. with Big Show. 
So, yeah, and then there was that, and then there was the the rumors of the fact that he was going to do a match with Shaq, or with Cody, um, geez, Shaq and Big Show at WrestleMania at some point, but Shaq never got himself into shape for it or something. Big Show, behind the scenes, got very annoyed about it, yeah. because that was the plan all along, and then Shaq's not ready for it, so the match doesn't happen, so that means Show loses his spot at WrestleMania for that, um, his featured match. Um, so he was pretty annoyed about that. So it's interesting that I find out that Paul White is going to be in AEW and he's going to be there the same week as Shaq against Cody and uh, uh, Red Velvet. Hmm. Hmm. Now I'll say this. The biggest thing I'm taking away from this probably, it's not that the big show, Paul White, is some, you know... He's not a hot up and comer, you know. This no. isn't this isn't like when they got John Moxley. This isn't like when they got, you know, um, um, pick a, a handful of AEW. Well, well, uh, I mean, the late, John, the late John Huber. I mean, yes, uh, John Huber or Matt Hardy or you know these guys who are going over there who are, are still. I guess Matt Hardy's a little older at this point, but the um, it's just it's interesting to me because while Paul White isn't one of these young up and comers, he's not a hot commodity like them. This is actually bigger news to me because he's the kind of guy who you looked at as a WWE lifer. Yes. He's the kind of guy you looked at would never leave. When, when, when WWE originally signed Paul White, didn't they originally sign him to a 10-year contract in the very beginning? It, it was a big deal because they wanted to get him over. And, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And he was there yeah, for, for a long, long time. Obviously, 20 years. but uh, Yeah. He, so it's crazy to me that they were able to get him away from WWE because you really thought that he was gonna he, he he was gonna be there forever. Like that was just his career was WWE. Like I mean, I I never saw him going anywhere else. So now the thing that pops up in my mind is does like this makes me it, it, this is kind of a good thing for the whole quote unquote war aspect. Simply yeah. because this now raises the question, well, wait a minute. What other WWE mainstays might be considering making this jump then? Because originally, I didn't think that was a thing. I didn't think these guys viewed that that way. Well, I mean, if, if they weren't under contract. That, but that's uh, what I, but I mean, like, they could let know, their contracts expire, like Big Show yeah, did. You yeah. Know? And part of it was because I think, like, Flair, you know, in the story said, hey, I, you know, he was there at Legends. I had talked to him. He gave no sign. Yeah, uh, the reports are he didn't like the whole Randy Orton thing that night when Randy you know, felt like Randy disrespected him, uh, where WWE is disrespecting him how they handled that angle, where it just made it seem like Big Show was done. Yeah, uh, you know, and anyway, so let's be honest. I mean, in the last couple of years, I mean, you see Big Show, it's either heel or face turn. Uh, you know, and, and that was it. You know, he did have a couple good matches against Braun Strowman. I thought were good, um, but it's almost like they didn't know what to do with him at this point. But it's just it's funny to me because now I look at some of these guys who have been there for a long time and it's like, man, if any of these guys aren't happy with their position, they all have, with Big Show going over like that. This gives this gives them a new wrinkle, a, a yeah. new way to a new way to leverage WWE because they shelled out big money for Paul White. I can guarantee that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and before, if one of these guys threatened, well, like, you know, I could go somewhere else. I'm sure they would have kind of laughed it off and gone. Yeah, where? You know, oh, <laughs> you know, uh. But Paul White going there, Paul White has always been considered, you know, as, in his WWE career and everything, he's, he's considered to be a professional and he's been smart with his money and he, you know, this, that, and everything. So he sees this as a viable decision. He doesn't see this as some risky, you know, undertaking. Um, so all of a sudden, these guys, you know, 
I'm not saying one of these guys. I'm just naming guys that we assume will be lifers at this point. You know what I mean? Guys like uh, a Randy Orton, guys like a Roman Reigns, guys like Bray Wyatt, guys like John Cena, guys like, you know what I mean? Seth these guys, Rollins, yeah. Seth Rollins, who have these contracts, when they come up, these guys could say, ah, no, you know what? I, I'm not happy with this, and I think I'm going to try somewhere else. Because they, especially if things go well for Paul, if he's happy there, uh, you know he's going to be in some of these guys' ears. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, what about guys like, like, like you know, it's a good thing with like Cesaro and Shinsuke. Yes, they, yes. They've kind of turned around the booking in that because you know that you know, Cesaro just resigned, And if, they, mm-hmm. if he didn't resign, you, you know he'd be lighting up. Which, by the way, best swing ever. If you he, if he go see SmackDown on, on, uh, from Friday, uh, him picking up Seth Rollins, probably the most violent swing I think I've ever seen and most impressive. But guys like that. Oh, yeah. I think when he, I think when he swung the great Kali, that was the most impressive. One. <laughs> yeah, but the was, um, was it Kali that he swung? I think it was Kali. He's done. He's swung Kali. Yeah. yeah, that blew my mind when he did that. Um, <laughs> but I'm just it's it's crazy to me that that this has happened at this point. I never thought that even. I and mean, what's funny is even if you'd asked me um, two weeks ago or something like that, it, you know, oh well, what if they what if they signed Paul White away? My reaction would have been Paul White. Okay, great. You know, what, what are you going to do with him? But I'm sitting here, but as, as it happened, all these realizations washed over me about like what this means for the wrestling landscape in general. And I yeah. think this is a big, this is a big game changer. No pun Absolutely. intended. Because what about like, you know, like Brock Lesnar is a free agent. You don't think yeah. they're going to throw money at this point? Because, you know, I mean, he draws names. And he's going to sell a pay-per-view, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, you know, on, on that end. Um, looking back at the big show's career. Um, you and I, I think, disagreed about this. I thought when he came into the WWE, I thought they completely mishandled him. Like in his first match, losing to Austin on Raw, to me, it was like one of those. And I know he said some, but even on the podcast with Steve Austin, he said that like he should have stood up for himself. He was a very frustrating career for a guy who was a monster in WCW. I mean, we can say it's a very frustrating career. We can say that. But it feels almost silly saying that, considering he was WWE champion numerous times. He's been he's been all sorts of champions numerous times. He's been a part of big programs. He's I mean, it, he's main evented WrestleMania. You know, it's 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 yeah, yeah. But I mean, he but he did, but he did. And a guy like CM Punk, who people will argue is the best in the world, never main evented WrestleMania. So it's 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 he's got all these things in it that he can you know put in his cap and say, I did all these things. And so it's hard to say that he had a frustrating career. There were some times that were slightly frustrating, but overall I'd say his career was very successful. Well, he um, had the uh, time where his, uh, his father died in the big, uh, big boss. Bad idea. Bad idea. Uh, you had the time when he was uh, imitating Hogan. Uh, Cause he was oh, showing you, this person. You, you, hush, you hush your mouth. When he was coming out every week and impersonating people, that was amazing. Shokishi was one of the best things in the world. I loved that. Every week I was living for a big show showing up, being whoever the hell he was. Okay, the, the constant heel and face turns. Those were bad. I agree with that. I agree with that. The, the heels and face turns have been really bad. But, you know, they're, they're indicative of WWE's knee-jerk booking a lot of the time. They don't have long-term plans. They just make decisions sometimes. Uh, Paul Lewis is saying, not a lifer, but I want to see Aleister Black go to AEW. They've screwed him. Um Boy, uh, let me tell you, it, it's so funny because we've said it a million times. These guys go from NXT where they're they're great, yeah. and they show up in the main roster, and they have no plan for them whatsoever. And that has been painfully obvious with Aleister Black. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if Aleister is sitting out almost in a little bit of protest after what happened to his wife. Um, that wouldn't shock me at all. Um, 
uh, I mean, this actually this this feels like a perfect place to bring up another thing you you talked about, Dave, um, with yeah. uh, uh, Zelina Vega. Oh, Selena Vega. Yeah, that's that's right. That's right. So uh, yeah, it, I, it, I it feels that. like the right the right spot to do that, just because we brought that up. Awesome. Well, 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 let me do that. I, I have a little feature I, I created. Unfortunately, um, I do technical abilities. I Aaron recorded it, but I couldn't produce it because my video program decided to not work today. Oh, fantastic! Uh, so, so I came up with something called "More or Less," and, okay. and, and right. so the story is. Um, well, I'll put up the graphic here, and then we'll. Uh, we'll All right, you and the you and the audience watching, feel free to vote along with this. Go ahead and tell us what you think <laughs> your answer is. All right, so more or less, how many matches will Selena Vega have in AEW? Wait, more than more than half, less than half? Yeah, so either she's going to have one or she's not going to have any. So, so less than half of a match or more what? than half. Of a match. Well, that means because okay, if she doesn't have what? any Could, matches, couldn't you just say match. one or none? Like, I mean, no, what? What, if she is, what if it's a one-off? <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, you could say you could say, uh, but I mean, that's what? That's ridiculous. <laughs> half, because because what if it's just one match? So I'm saying, if, if she goes to AEW, you know, she's going to wrestle. Tony Khan wants to talk to her. When her contract is, is, is uh, when her non-compete clause is, I'm gonna say to I, I'm gonna say um, more, more because she's there's she's young enough to still have a career in professional wrestling, and if he's if he's interested in her, he'll be willing to make some kind of good deal with her. She's got a great social media presence, um, and if she's still passionate about wrestling, then this could be a good thing for her to do. That that's the key right there. Michael is yeah. saying less. They, they, he, I guess he believes right. he is, that she's going to wrestle in AEW. I mean, like she's got a lot of options right now, and, and maybe it's one of those things where watch, uh, watch, know, watch. What'll happen is she signs and she's a damn manager and she never wrestles a single match. And I'll be wrong just because of that. <laughs> you know what? I don't. I you know what? If she's a if she's a manager and she takes any bumps, I'm counting it. She's she would be a great mouthpiece for some of those wrestlers. In AEW, and especially if she was like a female manager, I, I, would, I would actually really prefer her. I would break up Team Taz, and I would have her manage somebody like Brian Cage, or oh. somebody like that, or or Ricky Starks, so the two of them. Okay. Um, I think she'd do a great job with them. She is great on the mic, so that would mm -hmm. that would be a big plus. All right, so uh, so another one since we just talked about the Big Show, uh, mm -hmm. more or less, how many AEW titles will the Big Show win? More than half, point five, or less than point five? I Meaning, is he going to win a title at all, or? This point five well, thing is ridiculous. Because I don't want to go um, one, because then you're going to say, well, you know, then it's a, it's a push. So do we count multiple multiple of the same title, or are we? Or we, oh, well, is that just one? how many times you're going to be champion in AEW? Oh, I don't know how many times. Um, I'm I'm assuming if Show wins any title, it'll be one. I, I don't think it'll be, which would still be more than point five. But it's, yes, you know. yes, but but you know, but if he beats Cody, um, you know, gets revenge for his uh, his WrestleMania moment being ruined. Or whatever. Right. Uh Michael is saying he thinks that she that Zelina Vega can make more money uh out of the ring than in. I can't see it happening. Now here's the thing. In WWE, that's correct. Um, because they were taking her money that she was making outside of the ring. Yeah. AEW doesn't have that rule. They allow their superstars to do uh Twitch and and uh uh the different pay sites and uh um cameo and this in fact they've made statements about that on TV. They've they've done running gags about it. Yeah. Um well, what's his uh, name? Uh, Penelope Ford. Uh, well, yeah, but uh, Rusev and uh, his buddy. What's his name? Um, just got oh, I, I can't think of his name. <laughs> it's going to drive me nuts. Um, 
I'm going to look it up Kip right Sabian, now. Kip Sabian. Yes, yes. Kip Sabian was there one day just holding up signs and telling you how to get to his Twitch channel and this, that, and the other thing. Like, they don't care. They're fine with that. So the thing is, she could go to AEW and keep making that money. Yeah. Because you know? it, it promotes it, too. I mean, it does come a lot. Because you think of, um, was it Mandy Rose and was it uh, Lana? Lana. I think we're, we're in the top 100. Or no, of- wasn't it Dana Brooke and Lana? Um, I want to was say, it Mandy Rose? I don't I remember. I thought it was I think Dana Brooke. Uh, who, um, but I know it was Lana for sure. Where, where they made money last year, which obviously that money's not going to be coming in, but they made a ton of money on their social media influences. Right. Yeah. Pushing product or whatever else, and buy this and whatever. Right. No. Yeah. You're right. You're 100 yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. So that. Yeah. So that. That's what Selena can get because those girls are going to be able to do that right now. Yep. Yep. And I feel like uh, it's it's. It, it's something that could work out for for all of them, uh, but yeah. Michael also thinks that Big Show is going to have more than 0.5 titles as well. <laughs> all right, next question. I think at the very uh, least he he wins like uh, the TNT title once or something. Yeah, yeah. So more or less, how many AEW matches will Sting have? More than 1.5 or less? Than oh one? my god. Well, I mean, because he's got the one next Saturday. You're killing me, Dave. You're killing me, Dave. There's no point in the next question, by the way. Uh, um, More than 1.5, less than 1.5. I'm going to say more than 1.5. He's going to have more than just the one match. If if it goes good next week, and, and the fact that it's a it's it was a street fight or whatever else, yeah. provided he doesn't get hurt, he <laughs> will have at least one more match. At least, um, but it'll be the same kind of match. He, he's not. He's not. There's no one on one. There's no. Unless it's a gimmick match of some kind. Oh, see, I disagree. I think they'll. I think they could do a one-on-one match with somebody he can tell a story with. Something that doesn't require a, a ton of high spots. If they can find somebody he can have a wrestling match with, I think for sure he could do a, a normal wrestling match. But what AEW match will not have a high spot in it? Um, that one. <laughs> that one. It, the, to me, it doesn't hurt to ever have you know matches that. Don't that don't fit the theme as everything else. You can have different stuff. ECW did that for a while with. I mean, they brought in the they had the hardcore stuff, but they had luchadors and they had technical wrestling and they had. I mean, you know, it can do different stuff. Yeah. Uh, it can work. And again, if it's a legend type match, people are way more forgiving of that crap. Yeah. Now a couple of weeks ago, when uh, when Darby Allen was dragged in the parking lot, and they said Sting was running out to go see him, he was not running. No, no, he's not. He was sauntering at best. Sting was uh, Sting was chilling. <laughs> uh, Michael says, "I love this idea, but he's right. The point five is not working okay. out, but more than more than two. Yeah, I okay. think it'll be he'll have he'll have a handful of matches. It's not going to be a ton. He's not going to be doing you know tw- 15, 20 matches a year or anything like that. But I think you might get two matches out of Sting, three matches out of Sting in a year or something. I think that's possible." I don't know. I'm just I'm gonna stick with the one. So I'm gonna go less than. All right. All right. So so one more of these and there's no point. So okay. How many stitches will be needed for John and Kenny Omega following their death match? More than 50 or less than 50? I'm gonna actually I'm gonna go less than 50. Really? Yeah, these matches, I mean, they're exploding barbed wire or whatever it is. I mean, first of all, I'm going to be honest with you. This barbed wire is not going to be the barbed wire we saw. We've seen in those Japan promotions and whatnot. It's going to be very gimmicky. And uh, I forget the guy's name. Yeah, it's going to be... Forget the guy's name. Just no. Jack and him did no, those. No, like, no, there's, there's, there's Cherry Funk and one other guy had this oh. exploding ring death match. Oh, well, Cactus Jack has done that stuff too, but... Yeah. Um, uh, hold on. Now you got, now we got looking up seeing who it was. Exploding uh, barbed wire, blah, 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 blah. 
Um, oh, look, the first thing that comes up, Cactus Jack versus Terry Funk, barbed that, wire exploding, blah, blah, blah. That came up number two for me. Uh, Atushi Onita, if I'm saying his name right. Yeah, I, I, I'm seeing Atsushi Onita as well. That's, that's one here. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, but either way, uh, so those have happened for sure. Uh, it, but, like, they, they'll get some stitches, I'm sure. Uh, but they're not – it's not going to be – it's they're not it's on cable television it is not going to be that graphic. well i mean it depends pay-per-view standards may have changed i know they had changed the barbed wire years ago but i remember the ecw event with um when it was when ecw came back as a wwe event but they oh, that's the right terry, it is on pay-per-view you're right but the terry um, punk match with edge or whatever and, and that and the blood that was going on there um, right and, and that's terry funk but i mean but i think this is john moxley's moment to show that he is the guy that he wants to be i, I think he's going to go all out you know you know with the explosions and, uh, and whatever but else. the but the explosion I mean, there's going to be gimmicked pyro that's just going to yeah. go Pish! when they when they you know land on things um that's not going to do anything and it's going to be the 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 what do you call it the the barbed wire will not tear at them it's not going to be legitimate barbed wire they'll get they'll get some pokes and some this that and the other thing and they'll bleed some but i just don't see I'm not seeing more than 50 stitches. If okay. if they if I'm wrong, wow, holy crap. <laughs> but I just don't see more than 50 stitches unless something goes really wrong. I, I I don't see that happening. That's just not that 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 just doesn't seem plausible to me I, I, in this day and age. I, I know next week we're gonna be previewing that pay-per-view. Was there two on this episode, by the way? Um oh wow, holy crap, it is. Wow. <laughs> That match, I mean, obviously it's 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 the last match of the night, but that match works now because there's no audience. Because I don't think you can do something like that if you're gonna blow up the ring or explode the ring or whatever. They're gonna do. You can do it, but you've got to give a certain berth. I'm sure you've got to you've got to have you've got to have a certain distance from the ring. I'm sure to keep it safe. Um, I'm sure that's just a fire marshal thing. They do exploding type pyro things all the time, so you can yeah. do that. Uh, it just can't be within a certain number of feet of the fans, I'm sure. I mean, WWE lit a palm tree on fire and dropped it on people. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, Michael says less, but I'm sure they'll try for more than 50. I agree. I, I, they'll try. They'll definitely. Moxley particularly will try. Yeah. yeah. But uh, that's what I, I And I wonder, too, at the end, if they're going to be, like, friends. You know, is this going to end their feud? No, or... no, 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 no. Not with where Kenny Omega is as a character right now. That's not happening. Right. <laughs> That is not happening. Kenny Omega is doing the best work he's done in a couple of years at this point. So he uh he he's 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 not gonna all of a sudden become buddy buddy with Moxley. That'd be the okay. worst thing they could do. I would hate that so much. All right. So so that is more or less. Now we have either or. Like I said again, not in voice because maybe Oh no, we got either either or, okay. All right. These are all WWE related because those are all four AEW related. Oh, okay. All right, fair enough. All right, all cool. Right. So um so who if Ric Flair manages again, who does he manage next? Is it either Rhea Ripley or is a Peyton Royce? Ooh, that's a good one. I like this. Is see, this is better than point five. Um, <laughs> because mm. I, I thought I thought Monday the Charlotte Ric Flair promo was the best promo between those two. I, I think they've ever had because it just felt heartfelt. If they Rick want what he wanted to do, and Charlotte explained it. If they want to go a different route, or if they want, I'm sorry, if they want to go a similar route to what they were doing with Lacey Evans. Peyton Royce is the option then at that point. Um, pretty uh, conniving, you know, blah, 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 blah. Peyton Royce is the option. And they do clearly want Peyton Royce to succeed. Um, Ripley, though, would be very interesting just given her history with Charlotte. Yeah. And 
I mean, they could sell that whole story on she's learning from Rick to beat Charlotte. I, you know, um, I'm going to have to agree with you on that because we know she's coming in. She was teased on Raw. Yeah. Um, so, you see, you know, obviously it's Asuka versus Charlotte and they haven't announced it, but they can be eliminated. Charlotte has the title. Rhea's going to challenge her. And, you know, and whatever. And Flair's going to be like, I'm training her to be the next you. And then there you go. Uh, Michael says Royce because Rhea doesn't need anyone with her. There's lots of instances of people not needing somebody with them over time, um, but they did it anyway. I mean, that's just they, they did it anyway because the pairing can just work. Um, and and I think the, this would go to WrestleMania too, Sean. I don't think this is like an if Rhea wins, I don't think like at that point, you know, Flair's going to stick around because like, okay, I taught you how to beat her. You don't need me. Now I'm going to go. Man, yeah, it's possible that happens. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it, I Royce. I'm 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 of this oh, man. I'm of the mind that Royce would need it more. Royce needs it more than Rhea. I agree with Michael in the sense that Rhea doesn't need Ric Flair with her, but the story attached to Rhea and Charlotte makes so much more sense. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go off the wall and I'm gonna say Rhea. I'm gonna agree with you in this one too, just because of the potential storyline that's coming up. Um, it wouldn't make sense to go the Peyton Royce right route right now. Because you know the rematch has to happen at Mania. It was right. one of the best matches from Mania last year, if not the best match from Mania. So let's, let's have him do it again. Right. All right. Uh, next uh, question here. Uh, this is about Bailey. Who does Bailey fight at WrestleMania? Is it uh, another woman or is it Michael Cole? Oh, God, not Michael Cole. <laughs> I've seen him in a wrestling ring as much as I ever need to at this point. Um does Bailey fight anybody at WrestleMania at this point? Does she have oh. a WrestleMania spot? Um, I, I, I'm sure they'll, they'll come up. So, by the way, this, I, I'm enjoying this Bailey. This is probably, I think this is like probably the Bailey who's the most comfortable. I did like, I did like when she showed up. Um, oh God, what show was it where she showed up and she had Michael Cole's name in her hair, like she she had it cut it, she had it buzzed into her head, and he wasn't there, and she was really mad. <laughs> Was it Elimination Chamber? She was at. I, I don't. Might have been. I don't remember. Or no, the one, the one before that, not the Rumble. Was it somewhere? Um, I don't know, but the, she was well, great on the podcast. Rumble and Chamber, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she was really good. Um, in any event, I'm just going to go with another woman because I don't want it to be Michael Cole. I just don't. I don't need that because what's to me? What's the win there? Is that if she beats up Michael Cole, great. She beat up Michael Cole. I, who cares? Nobody really likes Michael Cole enough to feel sympathetic for him. No. And and nobody wants Michael Cole to beat her. That's not going to accomplish anything. A guy beat a woman. Yay! So then we're telling the story that an announcer male can beat one of our female combatants. That's a horrible story. What what about if like he managed somebody? I don't want him to manage anybody either. I want Michael Cole to stay yeah. over at the desk where he belongs. Um, I mean, he could do that, I suppose, but that's still not, that's still her facing somebody else. Or what if like she comes out, she gets in his face and then somebody comes out and says, well, I just leave him alone. He can't do anything. Fight me. Well, and that's fine, but she'd still be facing somebody else. Not Michael Cole. <laughs> so uh, again, right. I'm, I, I stay away and keep Michael Cole the hell out of a wrestling ring. Okay. All right. Next, uh, next uh, either or here. When will Dexter Loomis debut in WWE before this year ends? Or after uh, 2021. Next year. Does, any, does anybody want to tell Dave he's already debuted in WWE? Dexter Loomis? He's, he's been on NXT for like I'm a year. I'm talking WWE, like SmackDown Raw. I mean, he's on he's on USA Network every week for WWE. I'm just, you know, I figured you should know. Um, what's up, Philip? Philip checking in here. Uh, Dexter, um, uh, Dexter Loomis, when does he debut? I <sighs> Come on, the, the gimmick's great. Uh, I mean, the Journey Gargano thing on, on Wednesday was, was cool, but you know that 
Vince has to be going. I want this guy. I mean, he yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't want him to want that guy because he's he's gonna he's like he's already a goofy kind of character in NXT, but it but it, they found a way to make it work. Yeah. But he will be butchered on the main roster. He will be horrible. Um, I'm with Philip. I'm agreeing that I think it'll be later this year. He'll he'll I, become he'll become a freak. It won't just be the serial killer thing. Vince will have to give him something like he's obsessed with like women's feet or something like that or what. He'll he'll have to give him some freaky thing like because it just has to have it to make him interesting. Well, he could be like that creepy guy. Like when you cut a promo, like there's like a, a guy or girl talking to somebody, and then you, you turn away and like he's just standing there in the back. Oh, <laughs> it, well, but he does that now, and it works. So well, yeah, that, that's yeah. my point. You know, you know, with chloroforming, uh, you know, Austin Theory or whatever he was doing. Yeah, well, you know, it's what he you know had to do. Michael thinks after 2021. Philip thinks this year. Um, I, I, maybe after Mania. You know? Yeah, I'm thinking this year. It'll be. I don't think I'm thinking 2021. Yeah. So. All right, last one, and I'm saving the best for last. Oh, good. There we go. Okay. Who will beat Bad Bunny for the 24/7 Championship? Our Truth or the Field? Oh, that's a good question. Because I honestly think it could be somebody like Miz or Morrison uh, who beats him for the title. Like Morrison, I could see doing it. Um, and then Truth winning it back from them. Um, do you, But do you have this guy get beat? Because cause oh, he'll, get, he'll get rolled up or something. It'll, it'll, it'll happen. I mean, like, because, you know, unless, unless we're going to get rid of our Truth's favorite thing in the world, I, you know, it's, it's, I hate this thing, but unless it's going away, yeah, he has to get beat. I mean, this guy, I mean, and talking about the publicity, I mean, the guy took the title the Saturday Night Live, and he sang yeah. a song wearing the gosh darn belt. Oh, yeah, it's a real shame that they had to promote that stupid belt. Um, Philip thinks Bad Bunny will retain. Uh, I'm thinking I'm thinking he gets beat by somebody else, and then Truth beats that person. I think almost he gives it away, you know, because it's a it's obviously it's a stupid meaningless title, which I enjoy. I don't think he'll do that because he's talked about wanting to be a wrestler, so I can't see him voluntarily giving up the title he's won. Hmm. So he gets stripped of. I, I just don't see him losing. I, I don't know, but uh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, uh, Michael says, imagine Booker T, LOL, but the field for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with the field. Somebody in the field. And then I think R-Truth takes it back off of them to become a 97-time champion or whatever. <laughs> D- Damian Priest. Okay, Brandy says, Damian Priest turns on him and takes it. That will be proof that Damian Priest pushes over. Yeah, yes, exactly. That will be proof. Yeah. Plus, hey, by the way. They're not going to do anything to make people boo Damian Priest right now. They're trying to use him to connect to the uh, Hispanic audience, the Puerto Rican audience, yeah. um, uh, and he he's so they're gonna they're gonna keep him a face. Yeah. By the way, sp- speaking of turns, and I, I should have done this. Who had the most uh, impressive uh, heel turn, Otis or Apollo Cruz? Oh, it wasn't Otis. Um, I'm gonna go. I think Otis's was more shocking because I didn't see I didn't see it coming, but I think Apollo's was more well done. Yeah, and he kind of fine tuned it because he had the scarf guy goes back to his independent days. Uh, yeah. So nice to see that. But Otis is a monster. Oh, like, oh yeah. I mean, I'm into it. As long as like for both guys, there's a payoff. Like like Apollo has to come Intercontinental Champion, otherwise, the turns for nothing. And I don't know if like down the road, if uh, you know Chad Gable and and uh, you know what Chad could have done this with both heavy machinery. I, I still feel like Tucker got completely hosed. In this whole thing, I would like to point out because Dave's mic kind of chopped out there. He said Tucker, Tucker with a T. I don't want anybody thinking we're cursing. Well, yeah, uh, but they could have kept Tucker and heavy machinery, you know, all together with Otis. And yeah, 
Yeah, Philip thinks if they use Otis as a heel correctly, it'll be a good turn. And I agree. I mean, if they, but that's the thing. If they use everybody correctly, then it's good. I mean, that's we're all crossing our fingers and holding our breath at that point. Yeah, yeah. What I love now is because um, usually it's building momentum because we're building momentum to this next pay per view, and now it's finding confidence. Cesaro is more confident, or uh, yeah, they've got their they've got their their catchphrases they're using in this. They got you know what they need is they need to figure out that this sounds silly, but they uh, excuse me, they need to to identify this era of wrestling. You know what I mean? They need to find a way to identify it because that's one of the things they've identified. Like they had the, um, uh, the attitude era, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was called yeah. the attitude era at, you know, we all knew it was the attitude era at the time. Right. Yeah. Um, it, it was a towards era. the end. We knew that ruthless aggression. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We all knew the ruthless aggression. We all knew that. Um, it's like, they need to find a way to put a stamp on this time because I think that, I think in a way that helps. Because the Attitude Era, everybody in the back had an idea of what they were going for. The Attitude Era, you know, they want yeah. attitude, they want edge, they want, you know what I mean? Um, the Ruthless Aggression Era, they want us to go after it. They want us to be hungry. They want us to take, you know, you know but the best ring. Yes, exactly. But there's nothing, we have nothing like that. You know, it's the Thunderdome era, but but that doesn't tell us anything. They nope. and I'm not talking about just this year. I'm talking about this whole time frame with with kind of the top stars they have now and everything. Like, what's this? What's this era? How do you define it? Like that, you need to give your guys a rallying cry, a rallying um, um, motivational thing to work around. Oh, oh, yeah. You know what? We should talk about that real quick. Michael brings that up. Um, we, I was all honestly ready about to end the show in a minute, yeah. but uh, <laughs> Michael brings up something that I can't believe we haven't referenced yet. Um, well, because it started two weeks ago. Yeah, I take a couple of weeks off for being sick, and the the world ends apparently. Um, Dave let the undisputed era break up, um, so I can't leave wrestling in Dave's hands anymore. Um, it, it, oh man. Um, <laughs> But, but by the way, it's called the new era WWE. Since yeah, I, no, terrible name. Doesn't tell us anything. I need I need something better than that. The new it's, era doesn't mean anything. I need I need I need <laughs> something better than the the new era. That's 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 not helping me at all. Yeah, yeah. But the undisputed um, era. Yeah. Man, uh, I think I think Adam Cole's a fantastic heel, so I think it's a good move. Um, and the undisputed era had really done everything it could on the, in NXT. Now. Do they all show up as individuals on the main roster after this, or or are we going to just pretend that it didn't happen and they're going to debut together on the main roster? Like I, I don't know. I, I think people would be too smart. I think if they debuted together, they'd be like, wait, wait a minute. I, I thought that Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly, uh, you know, didn't like you, each other. You say that, but then we also say things to people who show up in the main roster, calling them like rookies. <laughs> and it's like they've been wrestling for 10 years. Okay, never mind. Kevin Owens has um, been wrestling since 2005 or whatever. Yeah, Kevin Owens has been wrestling <laughs> since 1937. And, and uh, just beat John Cena. He, he, him and Arlo trained together. <laughs> but uh, it's, you know, but I, I think the turn was extremely well done because when it happened, I was just, I literally went, <gasps> like, I was like, no. <laughs> um, and this last week, I think Cole did amazing uh, on NXT suckering in people like i mean you knew that cole was full of crap you knew it but he still managed to for a second for a second convince me that he was serious about regretting what he had done he's that good of a, of a performer and then watching him turn on roderick strong officially as well um 
Yeah, that, which solved that question because that yeah. was the biggest. Because we didn't know what Roddy was going to do. We didn't know if he was yeah. going to stick with Adam Cole or if he, you know. Um, so I kind of like the idea of Roderick Strong going back to being a uh, babyface as well. Um, but without a doubt, Adam Cole is a fantastic heel. Yeah. And he, but I don't get me wrong. I think he has the potential to be an amazing baby face when that time comes. But he's a fantastic oh, heel, and it's he, not. He's and, over. I, and I, I, I would. I'm given that I think his time in NXT is almost over. Uh, I want him to see. Uh, I want to see him kind of finish the way he came in. Uh, Michael brings up a good point to me talking about: Are they going to debut together, or are they going to be separate? Gargano and Champa teaming up during their feud on Raw. They were feuding on NXT. It was like a blood feud. And then they're on Raw one week, leading up to Survivor Series, and they're in a tag match together. And it's like, wait, what? Like, it was <laughs> <laughs> they, hold on a second. It didn't make a lot of sense. Um, so that's where I go back to. I don't think Vince pays attention to NXT and what they do, and he doesn't care. When they come to one of the other shows, Vince thinks he has a clean slate to start with. Yeah. And he's wrong. Uh, dream opponent for Adam Cole. Um well, we already got the Daniel Bryan match, but yeah, yeah. I mean, if we, dream opponent, um, AJ I, for me. huh? Who AJ Styles for me? AJ Styles would be great, but you know, you can see that match; it's already happened. Um, I dream opponent. Um, ooh, ooh, like early two thousands. Uh, like well, I say that maybe two thousand like. Mm, mm, 2007 2008 like uh hbk mm. i want i want to see him face the older version of hbk who was yeah. still having amazing five-star matches and uh was a wiser veteran in the ring um i think those two would put together an incredible sh- match uh together um without a doubt uh, okay but current guys if i have to pick a current guy Ooh, trying to think who he'd work well with. Like, you know, my brain goes to like Roman Reigns, who's a heel at the moment. So it doesn't, you know, yeah, I, don't, yeah, I, don't, I mean, Cesaro. Well, did, now, did Cesaro fight him when Cesaro came down to NXT for a little while? Who did he fight? No, he was, no, that was before he showed up. That was before uh, Cole and them showed up. That was, he was fighting um, guys like Sami Zayn and people like yeah, that back yeah. then. And um, um, I think that's back when like, Pac was the champion, and her Pac was the champion, and stuff like that. I call him Pac, but that's because what's what he does in AEW yeah. now. Um, um, Adrian Neville. Yeah. Um, mm, golly Moses, new guys. I'm trying to think of who who's a dream opponent on the main roster that I'd love to see him. He works well with small guys, but he works surprisingly well with big guys too. Um, I'm gonna choose a little off the wall, and I'm gonna say I'd like to see him face somebody like. I mean, Cesaro would be great. Uh, I'd like to see him face uh, Big E. I think. Yeah, I think that'd be good watching him work against the power of Big E. But Big E is also yeah. fast and athletic. Uh, I think those two could have a hell of a match if they were allowed to get, really go for like twenty minutes. Yeah, uh, you know? even um, uh, Jay Uso, I, I think, with the way Jay's been going for the last uh, six months or so, just that's a good yeah, that's a good call too. I agree. I agree. That'd be a really good pick. It's funny the guys we're picking aren't necessarily the main event guys. No, no, I have, I, and I, I have no problem with the main event guys. I just think that that would be. Um, I just think that these guys would work really well with him. Yeah. Um, Phillips says, what about Kevin Owens and Adam Cole? I've seen that match before. So that's just the only reason I don't really pick that one. Um, they, they've wrestled before. In fact, it wasn't that long ago. They were in a ring together. Uh, when Kevin Owens was a surprise teammate for, I think Champa's team in war games, uh, against the undisputed era. Um, 
Drew versus Cole. The only thing I really have against that is Drew being so much bigger than Adam Cole. Yeah. Yes, um, yes. Now, I say that, but Adam Cole is a fantastic wrestler, and he's shown before that he can make it believable when he's fighting somebody bigger than him. But Drew's impact moves are, I don't think, is anything that like, Cole has faced in, in, in uh, NXT. I almost said AEW. But, uh, you know, with, with the Claymore kick and all that stuff, I mean, how do you defend against stuff like that? By being faster than him, you know? <laughs> and, I mean, like, say, same old song and dance. He'd work over a body part and, you know, take advantage. And uh, I think I think what would end up happening is you'd get something where he'd work over, like, a leg on, on Drew McIntyre. McIntyre tries to do the, the Claymore kick, and when he runs out, you get a moment where, like, he ducks down or, or even look like a low super kick and hits uh, Drew in the knee and Drew drops down to the ground and he, you know, we'll see. Uh, I could see. And then he go, Hey, go up to the top rope and do that Panama sunrise at that point. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cause I'm sure Drew could get over for that, but the, uh, uh, I, you know, Drew could have a great match. I, I think Adam Cole could have a great match with just about anybody on the main roster at this point, yeah. but I, I, you can almost pick every member of the undisputed era. And I could say the same thing. They're all incredibly talented. Yeah, because and that's the thing. I mean, Kyle O'Reilly had such a great 2020, I thought, and just kind of came out and just showed you how good he was. Um, and uh, crap, dang it, I, I had something on my mind. But, uh, lost train of thought. <laughs> it happens. Thought. It happens. Train left the station. You weren't on it. Yeah. There you go. Uh, nothing happened after Cole's uh, debut between them, right? I think he's talking about uh, Drew. Yeah, because that's when they debuted. It was when Drew was champion yeah, in NXT. Right. He was. He was. They, they attacked him. Um, him, Fish, and O'Reilly attacked him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think so. I don't think anything ever really came of that. Yeah. So, who I don't want to see uh, Cole fight is um, Brandy. Uh, the answer is yes. He's yes. faced Daniel Bryan when they were leading towards Survivor Series two years ago, I think. Yeah. Um, he showed up on the main roster and challenged uh, Daniel Bryan to a match. Fantastic! It was when uh, half the crew was in Saudi Arabia and Daniel Bryan didn't go. Yep. So I think they had like a, like a twenty minute match or something. It, it was mm-hmm. uh, outstanding match, Brandy. Definitely go check that out. It's on the network, uh, soon to be Peacock. Yep. <laughs> Man, I can't remember that one thing I was going to say. Uh, That's all right. So, it happens. I'll it remember happens. next week. He'll remember next week when it makes no sense. <laughs> so, in any event, uh, I no. think we discussed the end of an era, and I think that makes sense. It's a good stopping place for the show, the end of a show at this point. Thank you for joining us for our AEW Revolution Preview Preview Show. Um, next week is show 200. Holy crap. 200 guys yeah that's mind mind blowing we've made it to 200 (laughs) episodes of eat sleep podcast repeat um well you know we'll talk about that a little bit uh next week as well uh we're trying to work on some more stuff for next week don't want to say anything yet just you know just in case but yeah yeah we're hoping we're hoping to work on some stuff for next week uh yeah keep your fingers crossed crossed. it's show 200 (laughs) we're gonna do an aew revolution uh, preview but if you guys it's show 200 Anything you guys want us to talk about or whatever, go ahead and throw it on in there. Um, and you know what? I'd be interested if you've been listening to the show for a while. I'd, I'd love to know what some of your favorite things from the show were, some of your favorite uh, uh, episodes, topics, or or maybe something you highly disagreed with us on or something. like. I'd just like to know. I think it's all very interesting. Uh, you um, know, we had an email one time because somebody missed the um, – when when we used to have uh, Eric on the show. Yeah. And we did the, do the pay-per-views, and then whoever got the most wrong – would have to do the the challenge of like doing a voice. Oh yeah, yeah, cutting a promo <laughs> in the style of a voice. But Dave, man, you always had to, you ended up doing those a lot. That was that was rough. How that, that happened? I, I swear. I had bad luck, man. It was just bad luck. I guess I don't know. <laughs> Nobody tell him it was rigged. Um, in any event, 
Uh, so I, I guess, uh, again, uh, let us know if there's anything you guys want us to talk about or anything. Make plans to be with us next week when we do our AEW Revolution show uh, preview episode. And uh, we want to hear from you. Eat, sleep, podcast, repeat, ESPR at FM99.com. Easiest way to make that happen. If you want to send us an email, social media as well. Follow us on Facebook and Facebook.com slash ESPR99, Twitter at ESPR99. Find us on all your social media apps. Just search ESPR Wrestling and subscribe. Give us a five-star rating and a review. We greatly appreciate it. And, of course, FM99.com and 1069thefox.com is the easiest place to find us right under the media tab. And you can find the most recent episode all the time. Still trying to work on a shirt. Trying to make that happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, working on it. Working on it. We'll we'll keep you guys abreast of that situation. Yes. And, uh, and uh, see if we can figure out. And, uh, you know what, if you – I, I – I'm just down for the logo, you know what I mean. But hey, if anybody has any clever ideas, let us know. Maybe you I, think I, of something. We did on the coffee mug more than yeah. I mean, I can see it on either. But hey, if if you yeah. see something and you if you if you have an idea, if you have something uh, that stuck out to you about the show, that to be cool on a shirt or something, let us know. Send it to us. Let us know. We'd be interested to hear that. Um, but again, we're trying to work on that stuff for you. And until next week, again, the AEW Revolution preview and our 200th episode. Remember to eat, sleep, podcast, and repeat. Good night, everybody. Get out. <laughs>